Welcome back to the Pearls and Pearls podcast. I'm your host, Peter Kay, and today I'm joined by a lovely, lovely guest. She is back after popular demand, my friend Casey. So we're going to be speaking about the topic of celibacy. So speaking about our personal reasons for choosing celibacy and also just talking about the challenges of it as well. I know a lot of people are celibate for various reasons, which we will explore today, but not really many people speak about the challenges of celibacy. So we're definitely going to be touching on that. And I've got lots of juicy questions that we'll be answering at the end. So, hey, Casey, how are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this podcast with me. I know it's not really... (laughs) It's not really a topic that's like, yeah, I'll definitely do that. When I thought of having someone, I was like, hmm, who do I know that would actually agree to doing this topic with me? Because I know a lot of people are celibate, but they're not necessarily going to be forthcoming on a podcast and honest. So I thought, you know what, you you came to mind. And I was like, listen, I have to reach out because if anyone's going to do this podcast with me, it will be Casey. No one else will do it. That's funny. I can't say that I didn't um, have second thoughts about this, but of hey-ho. Of course, because to <laughs> be honest, it, yes. is, it is an awkward one. And it's like, you don't know who's going to listen. Mm. I know that this topic is going to really help. It's almost like one of those topics that you see and you listen to, but you don't tell anyone that you, <laughs> you yeah, watch that a video on it. To, taking notes down. <laughs> I'm sure it's a popular Google search, but it's just not something you commonly post about or speak yeah. about. So let's talk a little bit about our own reasons. So at the moment you're celibate, what is your reason for being celibate? Yeah, of course. Um, So obviously my one is more faith-based, especially I developed my relationship with Christ. I just saw the the benefits there. And then along with the spiritual benefits, I know that there is obviously the practical benefits, you know, for example, not having a pregnancy scare or not have to worry about diseases or all of that jazz. Obviously that society will say, yeah, but you can protect yourself from that. But it just kind of just lessens the worry. And I think the main thing as well there, because uh, obviously you're going to have like Christian and non-Christian people listening, it is more of the energy transfer or the transference of the spirit that I mainly want to be very weary of. Um, you are the product of the people you surround yourself with, let alone, let alone the people you actually sleep with. So mm. for me, for that knowing that and having knowledge of that is very 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 important to me of who I have around me let alone who I'll have in me if that makes sense yeah I'm gonna be very candid about it so that is the main reason is because I just want to protect my my spiritual mind my emotional my emotional being and even my physical being so yeah you summed it up so well and you know <laughs> what? what you said is so true because a lot of people that I know that have chosen to be celibate that it's not necessarily because of faith-based reasons like you but it really is just to protect their energy it's to protect themselves Mm -hmm. from developing feelings with someone that may not necessarily have the same feelings Mm -hmm. because whether you want to agree or not like sex really does bind you to that person that's why the whole friends with benefits thing never works out in Mm -hmm. the end someone always catches feelings because Mm -hmm. even if you don't necessarily like the person if you're constantly being intimate with them eventually you're going to catch feelings and I so again, even though people might be like, oh, it's not really that, let's not lie to ourselves. It's true. Yeah. Eventually someone will catch feelings. And yeah. a lot of the time it's the woman that does. Mm, yeah. And unfortunately, like I know people will be like, oh yeah, no, that's not true. It is very true. Let's 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 be Let, real here. Let's, let's tell the truth. <laughs> it is the women who will most likely be the emotional being to take on that, those feelings. And I think I totally agree with that. Yeah. Definitely. Well, for me, I chose to be celibate because 
okay initially I wanted to wait until marriage but that didn't happen but then afterwards it was almost like and to be honest because my faith was not strong at that point it was very easy for me to kind of be like oh forget it everyone's doing it yeah like let's see for me that curiosity And again, sometimes people lie. They make things up. They, again, they make things seem like in these rom-coms, these movies, and you're like, wow, it's, it's this amazing thing. And again, if you don't do it at the right time when you're ready and have an understanding, even of your own body, it will not be the movies. It will not okay. be the things that you've been seeing. Like, and then you're going to even, because I remember afterwards, I felt like, was that it? I felt so disappointed <laughs> honestly I'll be honest with you and again I feel like sometimes when people are sharing all these one day views they're not they're not honest about they're these things they're yeah. not so for me afterwards I decided you know what I'm gonna wait until marriage and okay. I did that and honestly I don't regret it one bit I almost wow. wish that I could have just done that from the very beginning yeah. Mm-hmm. but again like I said my faith was not where it just would have been to allow me to do that but definitely mm-hmm. that was my reason and of course I think when you're single and being celibate it's hard to a degree anyway but then when you actually yeah. have someone have that you like <laughs> the challenge is Let's on another level <laughs> well we're, we're definitely gonna get we're, into that we're gonna punch but, into that yeah mm-hmm, because I know many people that they were celibate when they were single Mm, <laughs> that true. said that said oh I want to wait till marriage I want to wait till marriage but then they they got a man or they got a girlfriend yeah. and then that that way till marriage that, just out the, out the window out the window <laughs> completely <laughs> but we'll definitely touch on that when we speak about the challenges so yeah. what would you say if any are any of the challenges of being celibate <laughs> so I think obviously one of the most main things is obviously the roast is real okay i'm a human being everyone's a human being. god created god has us. created us to be sexual he beings. Let's, let's to tell be sexual the truth. beings. Mm-hmm. exactly so obviously the roast is real and that's that's just it that physically it can become very difficult especially as you age especially when you're us women as well as we're approaching our period there's just times where we're more horny than other times right yeah. so that like that's just a general fact so that alone is very, very, very difficult. And you can't, you can't help but sometimes thoughts come to your mind or sometimes you're just like, oh, maybe should I just, you know, just, let me just, just do it. Just, 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 just to ease whatever I'm feeling right now because it is just so long. Um, there's that. And then there's also having the conversation, right? When people just randomly talk about sex because it's, it's such a casual topic, okay? Mm-hmm. Let's just very real. casual. It's a very casual topic. I think I know too much about sex considering I don't do it just because it's just it's just a conversation everywhere um it's a casual conversation everywhere like you know it's like talking about the weather so when you can't really engage in that kind of thing when you start talking when they start talking about experiences and they'll be like oh so did this happen to you too when you've done this and I'm just like so (laughs) (laughs) and then having especially with people who don't understand celibacy or don't get it don't understand why would anyone even see the importance of like anyone would even choose to yeah exactly so having to explain it to people or even just tell people who don't get it that you're celibate and then they give you that oh okay she's one of those people and then Mm. that's it and then there's like sudden there's like a sudden judgment about you like she's a bit too good for boots or she's she's a bit stiff or stuff like that that I have troubles with that because people then they don't see me as Casey they see me as that girl don't doesn't have sex like (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, girl. Being 25 <laughs> now 26 like oh 
Do you know how difficult it is? 26, girl. <laughs> wow, wow, wow. You have joined the 26 club. Yes. Welcome. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I think those are the two main difficulties of actually being celibate is the physical frustrations and even the societal frustrations because I, you know, I work in a corporate job, like having to go into these places and, you know, not to be like the world, but you are in the world, regardless whether you like it or not. And so sometimes being shunned out society, like in society, just because you know that you don't do certain things that's very casual with them, like to them, it, it kind of changes your whole place of belonging somewhere or having to be able to relate to someone over a certain topic, which you can't do when you're celibate. Mm. So yeah, those are the main two things. Let's talk about the physical frustrations because mm. I know that's the common reason that a lot of people are like, you know what, it's to God, I'm sorry, but it's too hard. <laughs> and yeah. one of the questions that we were asked is kind of links a little bit to this. But I think with the physical side, people have to understand, let's say right now you are celibate for faith-based reasons, then I think it's important to understand why you should be celibate if, but if that makes sense if it's because of your faith there's no point in you being like oh, I'm being celibate because I'm waiting till marriage if you don't have strong yeah. reasons for that yes listen in the day that you know that the hormones mm-hmm. are up maybe you have someone that you like mm-hmm. that is going to get thrown out the window so I think it's very Absolutely. important to establish for yourself like it needs to be a personal thing and not a thing that you're seen as just like this big burden on your shoulders yeah, but- yeah. <laughs> Like if you it's see not it that true. way, yeah. honestly, you're you're not gonna last. Like you really mm-hmm. won't. And especially if you're at a certain age and you feel like marriage is so far from where you are, mm-hmm. you are not going to wait. So I think it's so important for you to actually establish for yourself, like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. You know, what is my reasons? How is this gonna benefit me? And yeah. again, if you don't see the benefits, you're not That's gonna. It. I no think point. it's important. Yeah, it needs to be yeah. something very personal, not just yeah. something that you're doing because you feel you need to because those reasons will not be strong enough when your hormones are tipped over this is it right especially with christians like there's this whole purity culture going on and there's christians who are christians but they feel like they have to do it just because they're a christian they don't actually discover the actual reasons why god said no like save this for your marriage because it'll be beautiful when you like people just say okay god said i shouldn't have sex before marriage that's it that's it that's that's their (laughs) only reason so when the time comes they're 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 in love with someone you know i mean it's so difficult because they don't have beliefs that are rooted within them all it is is just no i'm a christian so i shouldn't do it and that is not a good enough reason if that is your reason you are going to fail if so far you've been celibate suddenly you find you will probably fail 100%. 100%. It's so true. And it's happened mm-hmm. to so many. And it's because of that reason. So you really have to ensure that your reasons are deep rooted and mm-hmm. you understand them. Because for me, when it, let's say there's something, let's use a practical example. Yeah. If I'm trying to eat healthy and I have a solid reason besides, oh, I just want to be skinny, because that ain't a solid reason. There's going to be like that to get <laughs> it. Skinny not, ain't yeah. in anyway. So I don't yeah. need that. But if I have a solid reason, like, you know what? I want to get fit. I want to have yeah. a healthier lifestyle. Yeah. I want well, you to- had a heart attack the other day because exactly of it. Like, that is a solid reason so mm-hmm. when those burgers attempt in me I'm mm-hmm. gonna think you know what this is for your benefit this is gonna 100%. help you long time and that's gonna help me to be like do you know what <laughs> keep your burgers <laughs> let me <laughs> let me eat my naked burger <laughs> exactly I still you know live I mean? the next couple of years you know exactly that's gonna give you that push and that because yeah. you have a very solid base reason it's not a surface mm. level it's not just mm-hmm. you're just saying it and I think what's important as well is being transparent that's why I decided yes. 
this podcast needs uh, to be had because there are so many people so many christians specifically you are uh, str- you are burning right now you struggling <laughs> and i feel like sometimes people feel very like afraid to kind of speak to someone about it let's say you have yeah. you go to church and you have a pastor in your church speak to them about it they're supposed to support mm-hmm. you but you try to lie to yourself and pretend that you're not feeling oh, some no, of the things that you're feeling it. yeah no it's cool I'm, i don't get horny what's that it's not gonna <laughs> like it's if anything it's gonna do more damage to you in yeah. being denial than just being real with the reality yeah. of whatever it is that you're going through so yeah. I think that is really really important and I really wanted to stretch on that because I know it listen it's not easy in these streets it's, no, not. it's not especially when you see sex everywhere literally even just an advert there's some sexual connotations like whether you know it or not it will be sub- like subconscious will be conscious but it's everywhere and you can't even avoid it (laughs) you can't avoid it exactly you don't even have to watch porn anymore to become like at a certain point of warning listen it's everywhere you could just be doing your dissertation and then one pop-up comes and then you just see something there (laughs) pretty girls near you (laughs) do you know what i mean like honestly the the temptations are everywhere and that's why it's so important to make sure that your reasons are really grounded and not just surface level or <laughs> just saying it because you feel you need to but let's exactly. talk about the pressure because I feel like when you are being celibate and you're surrounded by people that don't necessarily understand yeah. your reasons or they think mm. it's just pointless sometimes there's that pressure it's like oh but you're ex-a like why are you why like why are you yeah. doing that to yourself oh and oh again <laughs> or they're trying to set you up with people that aren't aligned with your faith like it doesn't make sense so that's another topic for Leo in terms of setting up with someone who's not aligned with you <laughs> listen it's um, not gonna work because yes you not. were celibate but again and you know what let's yeah. talk about this one let's say okay you are celibate and then you start dating a guy and he's like yeah I'll be celibate for you oh okay I want to talk about this I've because I, this. this is one I've seen many times. Listen, let me tell you right now. If that person is being, who are you, first and foremost? Yeah. If that yeah. person is being celibate for you, the moment that you're like, mm, okay, that's forget it. it. It's okay. Yeah. I, I know you are the one for me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. That celibacy is going to go out the window. Like anyone that's just being celibate for you and because yeah. that's your view and they don't necessarily agree for themselves. For me personally, that's a red flag and it's not going to work. It's, go- it's it, not going to end well. And that happened with me. So, I was dating a guy a couple of years ago. Um, he was like, he was Christian. I'm not saying that, oh my gosh, he was the surface level girl. I'm not one to judge someone's relationship with God, right? But we, the one thing that I always talk about when I'm dating someone is obviously sex and celibacy and like just where I'm at. Because if, even if it's on the first date, second date, whatever, I have to mention it because there's no point of another date if I know we're not aligned in the most like deepest, but most basic of foundations that I live on right mm. so I was dating him and I, I kind of liked this guy um you know we're seeing each other for a while and then he was at, and he was trying to practice celibacy okay before it was um I don't think it was faith-based reasons it was for I don't know I, I can't remember what it was but he was he was like yeah I was trying to but obviously when I got with my girlfriend we were like she wasn't really celibate and so you know it just happened da, da, da. that's like everyone's normal thing mm. you know she does so I do it um but obviously I'm willing to do this for you that was and then as soon as he said that I knew that this is not going to work because well, I just, sorry let me just yeah go ahead one moment that sounds so romantic though doesn't <laughs> it I'll, I'll do this for you I will deny myself for you but listen honey this is not a novel okay, okay. <laughs> listen if you are gassed okay I'm gonna put like if you are gassed by someone saying that they'll be celibate for you 
you i'm please don't get offended actually you know you can get offended if you want you Ooh. are <laughs> listen guys i'm putting her instagram if you want to go and attack her later <laughs> you can <laughs> i'm saying like if you are gassed by a guy saying that he will do this for you he will be celibate for you because this is not easy by the way don't be naive to think that he's willing to okay you are kidding yourself you are I think if you allow yourself to be gassed by those words you are basically in the place of desperation Ooh. okay um simply because like being celibate is not it's not a joke it's not something that oh yeah um, I don't I like cooking, so I, you can do the cooking. Yeah, I'll do the cooking for you. That's it's not it's not the same thing. We're talking about mm. something, especially if you're a woman and it's a man saying that to you. Come on, let me just take it. Just just take a break for just two seconds. I want you to really think about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's gonna stop his sexual frustrations just because of, for you, for you. Like you are a human being, whereas there are probably a ton of girls who may just be open to just giving themselves and then, okay, let me just scratch this itch just for two seconds. Mm-hmm. Okay, look, I get it, especially if you're listening out there and you're probably in a situation. I don't know what the questions will be later on because Pete K said there'll be questions, but if you are in that situation where a guy is like, yeah, I'll do it for you, I guarantee you. Now you can, I beg you, DM me if you if this if I'm wrong and there's if you're actually in a situation where the guy's actually being celibate and there's no pressure, there's literally no temptation. You've actually created purposeful boundaries. Fine, fine, but ninety nine percent of the time, I do not believe that works. Mm-hmm. Um, simply because you are not a big enough reason for someone. Because if you it, you are not a big enough reason, and I'm sorry if you're going to feel hurt by that you're not a big enough reason to not satisfy that sexual satisfaction in my opinion so I don't and know I, what you think to be that. honest I agree with you because I feel like there's certain things in life that you it has to be from a place of you wanting it for yourself yeah it's like yes you can compromise on a movie you watch a restaurant you go to but yes. listen in those dark moments in those those nights listen I'm so uh-huh. sorry you will not be enough like it has to come from you actually you wanting it yourself. for yourself and I'm yes, it sounds good, but then then you want to have the flip. Oh, I'm doing this for you. Like when the frustration comes, I, I'm doing this for you. Or if yeah. you love me, then yeah. you know, that, if you that love famous me, you will line. You do this for me. You shouldn't even mm-hmm. be putting that. You shouldn't even be putting that. Um, that kind of pressure on a guy anyway. I think that's really selfish. Like to say to someone, look, if you love me, you would be celibate. Or if you love me, you would do this. That's that's horrible. That's manipulation. That's and you shouldn't even putting that on that someone which is why I also knew it was a reason why I had to let him go because I knew that one day it was going to be very very difficult and I didn't want to deprive him of something that he saw as a casual thing to do and it was okay to him because eventually all those butterflies will go eventually we're going to be in just a normal relationship and he would want something more and like if you see Maslow's needs sex is a basic need and if I'm not giving it to someone who hasn't practiced celibacy for herself, he will, I, I'm being very selfish for thinking that he, like, yeah, okay, stay with me. I, I can't get mad at you if you decide to go actually like, I don't know, satisfy yourself in another way. Mm. So, yeah. Nice, such a good point. Very, very good point. Okay, so we've spoken a lot about the challenges. Let's talk a little bit more of the benefits. So for you personally, right now you're being celibate, even though it's a hard, what do you see as some of the benefits of that? 
one of the main benefits, I think, is being able to separate my feelings from logic when looking at relationships. Mm. So I haven't told you this yet, which is something we're going to talk afterwards. (laughs) Now my eyes are about to pop out. Now I feel like I know what you're going to say. Mm -hmm. Sips coffee. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's too early. I need to. I need to talk to you about after after podcast. But in short, one of the one of the things that I I find um being said about is that you can really separate your your the logic the logic from your feelings so I find that a lot of people and I think we discussed this in the last episode when we're doing when we talk about singleness um you you will be able to be more level-headed regarding decisions about the relationship because the one thing that people do they just get in relationships because they just feel in it just because they're just feeling the vibe it. is right <clears throat> the vibe is right oh, this guy's <laughs> nice you know oh he he drives he's he's working yeah 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 i like it i like it sometimes him. he ain't even doing any of those things boy <laughs> <laughs> that's even worse all right so let's say he sometimes it's just he's feeling right he treats me right like he's nice you know he likes to make me pain. feel like, good that makes me feel good he tells me i'm beautiful and when I'm celibate, I think for me, I don't know if it's the same for anyone else, being celibate, I'm able to see right through it. Mm. And things because I don't, I haven't let him in a hundred percent. I haven't given my entire soul because I believe in soul ties. I haven't given my entire soul and commeshed it with his where I'm blinded by any red flags. The one thing that I think that people have issues with when they're just sleeping around with anyone is that they do not see red flags. Or I saw this meme somewhere. Um, I'm the type of person to see how red the flag is. Like <laughs> they want to oh push gosh. it. <laughs> Do you know what? It sounds funny, but it's true. There are people it's like that. True. Because I always like ask people after you know the relationship doesn't work out. You know, was yeah. there anything that you saw maybe before? Guaranteed. Listen, the red flags are always there, but sometimes you kind of just talk yourself out of them or you feel, again, sometimes we deceive ourselves and we think, oh, but they'll change for me. No, Mm -hmm. I'm so sorry. When did you ever change, Mm -hmm. truly change for Mm -hmm. anyone? Let's not lie to ourselves. How many, even growing up, how many times did your parents tell you not to speak to certain people, do certain things, but guaranteed you still did it anyway? still did it. It's the same, like, but we deceive ourselves so easily. Yeah, that's, that's 100%. And I think, okay, personally I think that's the main benefit because physically you can protect yourself from having a baby you can physically protect yourself from having diseases it like to a certain extent okay um it's mostly the spiritual side for me is I like to be level-headed especially because I'm more I'm more driven career-wise I I need to make sure that I know where I'm headed my goals are being set and uh, I did mention it before I prefer to put I'd rather I want to be in a place where I can even afford to have children okay I want to be able to I don't know I'm that person who's quite ambitious and so I've never always like my dream was never to just be married and some Mm -hmm. people are and that's fine but that's just not my dream I I do want to have like a certain set career my goals I want it to be met right so one thing that I find about being celibate as well is that I'm able to focus on that um, and any frustrations or any energy, pent up energy, I focus on my goals rather than focusing on, oh, uh, like, is he going to call me now? Is he going to text me? Oh, why didn't he give me flowers? Or why didn't he, my girl, he, he, her man, like, text her all the time. Why is he not texting me today? Oh, it's been like a couple hours. You know what I mean? And what I yeah. find about when you're not celibate, the one person that, well, I mean, when you, when you're always, when you've given yourself to someone and continue to, you are basically one with them. Your emotions are so strong on that person. It's like, you can't think 
what's right. You see a red flag, but you just brush it off. Oh, no, that's okay. I mean, he just put his hand on me, but it, like, it didn't hurt. And he said like that was going to be the last time. Oh, I made him angry. Oh, yeah. And I think that does come to account when you've given yourself to someone that deep and on that surface level, on that level, sorry, it's very hard to think, just to think in general. And that is the main benefit for me. Okay. Like I can look at all the reasons why God tells me not to, but that's the main reason for me. And I see that with all my friends who, who are cool with it. And look, I don't judge anybody. Please do not get me wrong. And I don't think you're a horrible person if you're not very like, I don't think that you are going to go to hell. Like, I just feel like that's the benefits for me because mm-hmm. I always want to be level headed when it comes to stuff. Like, I want to be level headed in when what I'm thinking about and that's just what's really important to me that's just one of my values and to other people might not be one of their values so you know it's just it's just been quite easy to think of it that way as a benefit Mm. for me so for me it was similar as well I I see sex as being something much deeper than how Mm. it's portrayed because like he's like we said earlier sex is everywhere they're selling a perfume but you see this couple smooching all over each other and it's like what has this got to do with the perfume yeah but for me (laughs) sex is so much more than just a physical act like you said it's the spiritual side of it as well Mm. you can have sex with someone that you never even cared for them before but afterwards your mind starts to change towards that person you're going to eventually catch feelings for them so as we can see it's so much deeper than just the physical act and as much as casual sex is pushed like it's so easy and there is no ties especially as a woman maybe for some men they can separate sex from their feelings but I feel like as a woman it's very very difficult to get to a place where you can do that and I just feel like in terms of just for my own spirit I do I wouldn't want to align myself with someone that doesn't have the same values as me and then having that worry is it just are they just with me for that reason yeah so it's like when you I feel like when you remove sex from a relationship you really know what the relationship actually is because when you don't have because again for sometimes for it's just it's just a fun hobby it's like yes. you know you never like the person but you know the sex but, is good oh, kind of thing nice ride let's, let's 100%, go <laughs> but I feel like once you remove that from the relationship and you're really able to see things clearly like you said because sex really can cloud your vi- your vision mm-hmm. and you're yes. starting to think that oh just because the person makes you feel a certain way in bed that you know it's good for you in terms of relationship and it might not be so it really for me it's just being able to have that level-headed mindset being able to really assess whether why I'm with that person is it the right reasons do I really think this is going to last long term so for me that was my reasons and I definitely don't regret it one bit because now in hindsight it's like, I'm glad I did it that way. How many times have people stayed in relationships just because you had that emotional attachment to them yeah. and you knew the relationship, you needed to cut it off, but you yeah. just tried to hold on and hold on because we've gone like, this far already. Exactly. Like, we've been you have so much. Exactly. It just makes <laughs> it so much harder to yeah. separate your feelings from the facts of the relationship. So for me, that was my main reason. And I yeah. definitely don't regret it one bit. So let's get into some of these questions. Okay, so actually I'll skip the first one because we basically answered it in the challenges section. Their question was just about, has there been a challenge when it comes to being celibate? But we kind of already answered Oh yeah, that. yeah. So someone asked, how do Christian women remain pure in mind and not just pure in the body? Because again, you might be celibate, but your mind yes. is celibate. <laughs> That is a really, okay. really good question, actually. I like, I like that question because the truth is, is it's hard. Because especially when you're physically, it's easy to 
physically stay away, but your mind is the devil's playing ground. That's just basically it. And when you're not even, like I said earlier on, when you're not purposefully looking at porn, for example, it is everywhere. So sometimes it'll be hard to avoid. And I'm going to come out right and say it's hard to avoid, to not think of things that don't satisfy your flesh, that don't satisfy you know, like, you know, oh, this would be nice. And sometimes you find yourself in a, in a fantasy world in a fantasy world, and you're just like, no, 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 no. And it's not every day where you're, you're level-headed enough to be like, let me cut this. No, 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 okay? Uh, I don't think anyone has that strong of a willpower. I think maybe there will be some people, but I think that willpower, you'd have to be elite. Like, you have to be, like, close to God's angels. Right? Like, <laughs> that's how difficult it is. But I know that there's ways you can try it. So the one thing I like to do is assess my relationship with God and how much am I meditating on his word? How much am I praying? Because you can't do this alone. That's just basically how I see it. You can't physically stop yourself from sinning. Like that's why Jesus came in the first place, right? So that he can be there to, because he knows that we're going to be sinful. Like he died on the cross still knowing that we're going to sin. That's the whole point of it. The point is you, you're probably not going to stop these, these lustful thoughts sometimes because there is a very difficult thing to do. However, the way that you're going to have to try and assess it, instead of trying to stop yourself from doing the sin or having the thoughts, try and focus on something else. For example, Christ. Like instead of saying, oh, I need to stop thinking about this. I need to stop thinking about this. Start thinking about Christ. What did he do for you? Like be grateful for the things that he's done for you. And when you find yourself thinking and focusing more on Christ, when you spend more time in the word, when you spend more time praying, you find that you're thinking less of those things rather than actively trying to stop thinking of those things. The more you actively try to stop yourself from thinking of those things, you're probably going to end up thinking more of those things, if that Definitely. makes sense. It does. So, it does make sense exactly so what it is for me is just just move your focus and obviously move your focus to something that will be obviously strong enough for you to get rid of those not get rid of them but obviously lessen your thoughts on those and that um god and obviously he's put me in this place where i just like thinking about my career so that helps as well i don't know if that's something that if that, if that helps you <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah and i'd say just to add on it's like focus don't be idle basically if I can summarize mm -hmm. it don't allow your mind to be idle because again yeah. if your mind is idle you are going to drift into those movies you were watching you're going to yeah. drift into just thinking oh what will my husband be like what will my wife be like yeah. <laughs> what will it be like listen you, don't need to get into, like listen you don't need to get into know what will nothing 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 be like yeah. I definitely say like those lustful thoughts are, are normal you are human however mm. it's when you entertain them it becomes problematic so just keep your mind busy with good things things that are going to add to you things mm. that are not going to dig you deeper into a hole you don't want to get into oh, and exactly. again like if you've got friends around you that are on a similar journey like be real be like girl <laughs> today's been a hard day you know day. <laughs> speak to someone about it I think sometimes yeah. a struggle is you try to act like you're a superwoman or a superman but you're Maybe burning inside like exactly. speak to someone that you trust that can give you that sound advice and like I said <laughs> do not allow your mind to be idle because if your mind is idle <laughs> mm -hmm. you're going to be going to That's all you're going to go all over the world and That's the other it. thing I'd say as well is assess what you're watching Mm -hmm. You have to understand that the way our brains work is that sometimes you look at something and consciously you've not even recognized it, but subconsciously yeah. your mind has taken all those pictures of yeah. that series you were watching on Netflix that everybody was yeah. getting it on. Because again, sometimes things are necessarily porn, but it's very, very saucy. And yeah. again, if you are being celibate, you're like, oh, that is. Mm -hmm. Even consciously, songs. Yes, songs. songs, books, romantic books. novels, the conversations <laughs> that you have with certain people as well. Like understanding your boundaries and weaknesses yeah. is, is important. 
and also mm-hmm. just assessing those things because if you found like recently you've been having loads of thoughts about sex yes yeah. it could be your hormones but sometimes it's what you are watching what you're what allowing you're feeding, exactly yeah. what you are feeding yourself with that's going to have a massive impact on that 100%. so definitely check what you have been feeding yourself what, with. Yes. that's so important yes 100%. and don't, listen slow jams ain't for you when you're single and trying to be celibate listen to them when you're married <laughs> just, just leave the slow jams don't listen to praise and worship but it's the christmas music for like yes listen no to so empowering music listen leave the slow jams leave them alone exactly because, like, like just put that in the, put that on the shelf when you're probably already married like exactly just, just make your there, playlist and wait you know just reserve it for later save that spotify <laughs> playlist for later <laughs> But yeah, not for right now when you're trying to be celibate, it, it will not work. So another one, it's kind of similar, but they said, what are useful tips on how to get your mind off sexual things during the celibacy journey? I think we just answered that to be honest. Yes, Is there anything much. you'd add besides what we just said? Um, stop trying to think about your celibacy because the more mm. you think, oh, I'm celibate, the more you're focusing on it. And then the more you kind of want to go anti-celibate thoughts. So it's just, it's just a weird cycle. So yeah get yourself busy like who instead of thinking oh I'm single I think about all the fun things you can do while you're single like all the fun things you can and if you're not single but you are celibate think of all other things that you guys can do that you know that aren't probably about your relationship maybe like you can go don't like donate something or go do charity together I don't know just Mm -hmm. keep yourself busy okay (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah there's plenty of things that you can do even in a pandemic please like even in a pandemic listen there's skills you can be developing that's not related to the bedroom exactly. so definitely keep your skillshare there you go <laughs> that's a good one okay someone asked is entertaining thoughts in my head about a guy even though I'm not doing anything with him okay during my celibacy journey they didn't say exactly what they meant by what entertaining kind of but I'm, I'm assuming they mean Sex- like sexual thoughts yeah okay yeah no <laughs> it's the same thing like like god says already like even if you look at a woman um a certain way you've already committed adultery it's the same principle mm. um you basically think about thoughts about him is just basically um entertaining those thoughts is just basically doing that you're basically kind of it, it's like fasting but then watching food channels you just it just can't work <laughs> <laughs> exactly and you're just tempting yourself for what reason yeah. why are you killing yourself please like why are you killing yourself exactly and I know it's it's easy because like, I'm not doing anything it's just in my mind but that's it. it's just it that's just it it all starts in the mind so yeah just take care of your thoughts that's really really good advice and it's true again if you've already thought it in your mind eventually you're at, and you keep thinking something yeah. eventually your actions are going to align with that so that's why it's important mm-hmm. yes the thought coming is natural is normal it comes to everybody yeah. you see someone cute and you're like oh what would that yeah. be like and then you just kind of go slap, yeah. <laughs> slap. It's, it's just the entertainment of that thought. definitely yeah, almost yeah, think of it like person. a fly like yeah. you know you have a fly buzzing around your room and you can hear it and it's just there you just gotta back that fly yeah, it's gonna exactly. come regardless if the window's open it's gonna come in but just yeah. back the fly keep it moving and don't entertain mm-hmm. it don't allow it to be going don't allow it to, like to really root in your mind because you will get those thoughts like I said and you can't avoid that from coming but you can really avoid if you are going to entertain it or not 100% okay so the next question is <laughs> this is an interesting one is sex talk with friends natural or talk that should be avoided I think they depends mean, on what context. 
Like I don't think they're talking about like you know um, educational parts of the body. Oh. Probably like sharing experiences and stuff like that. Okay. I think I'm yeah, guessing because yeah. they did say it should it be avoided. So I'm assuming it's more those raunchier conversations. Okay. All right. So um, this now depends on I think your personality and kind of what temptations what kind of what kind of triggers you so for me I have a lot of friends who ain't Christian and they know I'm celibate but but sometimes they just want to explain like what's happening they want to explain experiences they want to explain if it like was good was bad at first I was just a bit uneasy because I didn't know how to respond to that but now because I've been in a place where they've explained it and we talk about casually where it's not like trying to trigger my thoughts it's more of a to me, I see it as educational and I'm like, okay, of course this, I'm going to call you when I, when the time comes, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like that. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just like, okay, that's interesting. But then if I know that it's getting too deep and the conversation is getting too deep, then I kind of like sever it and I change the subject and they probably, and they get it because they're my friends, they get it. Mm-hmm. Um, and these kind of like sexual talk, they, I don't really have these kind of talks with people who ain't my friends anyway. Um, so they kind of get where the boundaries are with me. They know where where um, where I'm at in that place. So if I do change the subject, they get it. So yeah. um, it depends. It really depends on your level headedness. Like if you even talk about sex education, is that going to trigger you? Because I know like it just triggers people just to talk about the education of it, um, and rather than just that. So if it if it's if it's getting deep, where it just becomes like the Fifty Shades of Grey kind of experience that just yeah just sever it <laughs> just sever that I think the key is boundaries having healthy boundaries yeah. knowing your weaknesses don't try and pretend that you are super strong when you know just mm-hmm. hearing the word you're already tingling if that's yeah. your case just you don't need to be involved you know let's let's reserve those conversations yeah. but nearer to the time I yeah. think it's just important to know your weaknesses and of course like if you're having deep conversations about it then that's not helping yourself maybe in that day it's not going to affect you but if it's continuous again your mind that's how the mind yeah. works you're going to start exploring you're going to start having all these thoughts and dreams and you're wondering like oh is it a sign yeah. no you've just been feeding your brain with all of that stuff yeah. so definitely having those healthy boundaries is important exactly okay someone asked if we could define celibacy like how far is too far and over time celibacy has been watered down okay that's more of a statement that they've said but yeah what would you define as celibacy and how far is too far in your opinion do you want me to go first yeah you go first you got your thinking (laughs) face like "Mm." (laughs) because that that is an interest it is a regular I would say that hmm, because again it's like there's people that they've tried to shortcut their celibacy. Okay. Yeah. They're like, oh, but I didn't have sex. But I think anything that is going to trigger your sexual um, parts yes. is yes. a no-no. That's what yes. I'd say. If kissing, for me personally, I don't think that's going to, that's like breaking your celibacy journey. But anything outside of that, touching parts that you know you ain't should be touching. Let's put it this way. If you wouldn't do it with your mom and dad in the room, don't do it. That's like Let, that. Let's put it that way. Because I remember there's yeah. a book that I read years ago and it was a Christian book and it was talking about the same thing. Like if you wouldn't feel comfortable with your parents, yeah, there, parents there, then other probably, people there, then you're, you're probably going a little that, bit too far. That's because, yeah, that's, <laughs> so that's, I give that's that as a good, good measure. Yeah. Um, okay. So for me, it was so funny, right? Because there was this guy who asked me out and he knew I was celibate and he wasn't Christian. I was like, okay, but I'm not celibate. And then I don't know if I'm allowed to say it as candidly as this on this podcast, but um, he's like, yeah, it's the pearls and perils for a reason. We're giving the pearls (laughs) and we're giving the perils, okay? (laughs) So basically, I was like, yeah, so I'm celibate. It's like, oh, no, no, that's cool. You can suck dick though, right? Oh my gosh. (laughs) 
How can, do you know what? This this is I'm actually mind blown. Let me just pause. And then my head I was like, is this guy oh an idiot? Goodness. Like, is he actually an idiot? Because for some people, um, as long as there's no you know penetration. What? Exactly. You know? And that's exactly what I just said. Like they tried to shortcut it. So it's like, cool, maybe in the past he's had someone that was like, Oh, I'm celibate, we can do this though. Yeah. Mm. And I'm sorry, okay, look, um, trigger warning, right? I know some you were meant they... to have given that trigger warning before you dropped the bomb off. <laughs> <I'm so sorry. laughs> All right, maybe like cut. Okay, trigger warning. I, I and will then not put cut it. it. Copy it's too late. Paste Listen, it is what it is. <laughs> um, sorry, this is another trigger warning, but I know there's a the couple where she was celibate, he was celibate. Oh no, so she was celibate, but he penetrated the other hole. I the have butt. heard <laughs> of this so the much. So mm-hmm. I was thinking. Um, people try to make it so technical. They really yeah. want to make it so technical, but you don't realize it's not about that. Like you said, everyone, it is about what it, are you t- are you triggering certain parts of your body? Like it's not about the, the penal penetration. It's not about that. Like even just to, like for me, even second base, like that's too much for me. I can um, I'm happy and I'm okay to kiss someone um, without going too far because one we wouldn't we wouldn't be doing it in a and probably in alone. We'll probably be in the public when we're about to say goodbye or something like that, right? Yeah. But I would not I would not go to the far as allowing someone to touch me. Um, and vice versa um, because that is way too far and that already is that that just cuts it so that for me is too far but I guess each of their own huh <laughs> exactly again like we said it is a personal yes. decision but if it's faith-based and based on the yeah. bible then I'll definitely say what we've just given you yeah. is the answer <laughs> trying to shortcut you're just lying to yourself you might as well just do every like just be real with you yourself. might as well just do proper penetration because either way it. you're lying to yourself anyway exactly. <laughs> okay we've got three more actually four more so this one says does how I dress matter during my celibacy journey that is a very interesting you go first that's a good question hmm I would say it does now I'm not saying you need to be wearing skirts and dresses down to your ankles but Mm. I think one thing you have to understand is that it's not always about you and I mm. think this, some people may not agree with my opinion. That is fine. We're speaking about mm. our opinions. If you don't agree, it's, it's okay. It's not yeah. a debate. But I, we have to understand that how we dress it, how we dress does have an effect on other people. And also, again, how people are going to respond to us. So I'd say yeah. for me personally, there's certain things I wouldn't wear because I wouldn't feel comfortable. And it, again, my conscience is like, mm, nah, that is too short. That's yes. too tight. So I definitely yeah. say it's important to develop your own kind of consciousness of what is yeah. okay and what isn't okay for you. Yep, exactly. Yeah, so for me, there's certain things I I just wouldn't wear. And again, what kind of attention am I going to get? If if it's winter time, I'm walking around in some batty riders and (laughs) cleavages all the way down to here. I know I'm going to get attention that I don't want. And I guess, and again, the kind of men I'm going to be attracting is not the kind of men I want to marry. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So I'd say just definitely having like a consciousness, like dress how you want to be addressed. Put it that way. You know, and understanding that the way you dress is also going to attract a certain kind of people. Whether we want to admit that or not, it's true. Of course, sometimes you're just dressed normally in your work clothes and there's some pervy yeah. men on the street. Yeah. There will always be those <laughs> people. Hey, you looking good. You know, there are always going to be those pervs on the street corner. But sometimes there are certain things that we can wear. And I think it's all time and place. If you're at the yeah. beach, ain't nobody saying that yeah. you need to be wearing some dress down to your ankles. Yeah. You're at a beach. You can wear, you know, <laughs> exactly. something I think context is key. Yes, context. context is key. Yeah. I like that. No, you literally hit the nail on the head because, um, for example, because I'm, I'm quite flat chested, I can get away with certain tops. 
that I know my girl who's a G, she couldn't wear that. Mm. So it's just all about the context and knowing, will this trigger my partner? Will this, you know what I mean? And I know a lot of women are like, nah, you can wear whatever you want. It's not about, it's not about how um, you want to, it's not about you. It's not, sorry, it's not about them. They shouldn't be looking at you that way, blah, blah. I think that's a very, I think that's too far left, too far liberal where, I'm sorry, but sometimes what you wear will affect people. Um, whether that's you no want justice. to admit or not. Whether that's you a admit fact, or not, to be honest, exactly. it's a fact. It's facts. It, obviously, it's still no just, it's no justification for someone to rape you, wear, but definitely not. Mm-hmm, definitely. But I'm saying that there will be signals that you are sending from what you wear whether you like it or not and that's just the same thing like you wouldn't go to workplace in shorts and a t-shirt if you're going for an interview right it's the same it's the same principle there's reasons for why clothing is important so just keep it in mind very good advice okay the next one is a little bit controversial so someone has asked do you think it's possible to be a Christian and not remain celibate? I'm guessing they mean single Christian, because obviously if you're married, you don't need to be celibate, please. <laughs> Anyone that is thinking that, <laughs> no, that, that is not biblical, you better be careful yeah. because you might find that your marriage <laughs> might not work out. No, so if you are a Christian, if you are a single Christian, yeah. is it possible? No, no, let me rephrase it, sorry. Is it yeah. possible to be a single Christian and not remain celibate? Okay. Um, is this in the context of sleeping around or just being with your boyfriend, being able to just... I, I'm not really sure, to be boyfriend. honest. Okay. Actually, do you know what they said? Is it possible? I'm guessing they mean, like, would you still be a Christian if you weren't celibate and single? Do you get what oh, I mean? Yeah, okay, I think that's okay. what they All mean. Right, so, um, I was actually listening to this podcast of a progressive Christian. I don't know if you guys have heard of progressive Christians, but they're basically... I feel like we have all these terms these days, boy. Yeah, progressive, so wow. <laughs> it's like to... pro- progressive vegan. <laughs> <laughs> that is definitely a new term for me, but I'll, I'll note okay, that in my what, okay. memory bank. No. So there's, a, there's, a, there's these new, like not new, but they're, they've been upcoming now. They're progressive Christians and they are all inclusive. Um, mm-hmm. When I say, you know what I mean by all Yeah, I don't even mean by all inclusive. Everyone and everything. and All inclusive hotel, yeah. Any, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, exactly. Um, they do believe that you can have sex outside of marriage. And they're mm-hmm. basically using the word, they said, as long as you believe in Jesus Christ, you can do whatever you want, basically. And that's basically the progressive Christians. Wow. So now, obviously, if you're a progressive Christian, I can't change what you believe. Um, but for me, personally, um, in my beliefs, I believe obviously you can still be a Christian, but I think it also depends on where, what your where your journey is. Some people who just became Christian and they've been living a lifestyle where they have been having sex with their boyfriends, it will be a bit difficult to just cut that out straight away, right? Mm-hmm. But I think if you are actively trying to improve and develop your relationship with God, you will come to a point where the Holy Spirit will convict you. Uh, sorry if this sounds way too woo-woo, whatever, because you may not even be Christian listening to this, but if you are actively trying to lead a life where you're going by the Bible, the not the progressive Bible, but the actual Bible, the written word, mm-hmm. I believe you would do everything and anything you can to do what it says. Not because you believe that God's going to love you any different, because God will love you the same regardless, Okay. But the question is, if you want to please him, if you want to live a life that you know that will is basically a grateful life because, you know, he did this for me. I want to try and do this because I want to please my father. I know he's not going to change his love for me, but I know that this will please him. And I know that this will this will not make me a better or worse Christian. It will just help me live the life that I know God wants for me. And there's a reason for it because it's less heartache. There's less mm. pain. Like God didn't say, 
oh no sex before marriage because he just wanted to be rude and he just wanted to like no nah, I don't want you to, to do that I want you to suffer you know until you're married because that's not who he is he wanted you to do this because there are consequences of doing it outside of marriage doing it outside of a person you are not 100% committed to this is out of love God's God wants you to to just give yourself to your husband your husband give himself to you because it's a communion he knows it's such a beautiful thing that if you do it with someone in the next week you're going to break up and it was easy to break up because you guys didn't have that commitment then yeah that it's not it's not because it won't make a Christian I think it's more because you need to just it's a way of developing your relationship with God it's just a way of seeing how far you know God can take you into these beautiful places and this is minuscule like this is minuscule there's other things as well that part of your journey and your relationship with God will change about you it might even be smoking cigarettes you know like mm. you might be a smoker and God eventually is going to convict you to be like no I want you to take care of your body honey not because I don't want you to not have fun and smoke I want you to take care of yourself so really um this is your journey but I think one of the end goals obviously is to depart from doing things that are not in line with his word yeah and the only thing I'd add to that is saying to yourself okay if I'm not celibate how would God feel about that removing your personal feelings and what's good for you like would God be pleased with that if the answer is no then you probably need to reassess something so for me that that's what I would say you can still be a Christian there are many people that you know give themselves that title and sometimes I'm always not not hesitant but it's like (laughs) it's true let's be real it's like it's just a title it's just like saying you support Arsenal but do you know what I mean the the value is (laughs) no I don't (laughs) the value is not what it used to be so I definitely say is yes you can still be a Christian but are you Christian pleasing God is what you should ask yourself I think that's the key that's the fundamental Mm. line am I pleasing God in what I'm doing if the answer is no then then you know reassess your actions yeah um okay so next one is what celibacy now compared to how it was back in the days I feel like before celibacy was more popular because a a lot of people more had Christian-based ideas or faith-based ideas on the idea of waiting till marriage but obviously now we're in a society that's more about do what if it feels good for you do it follow your heart do what's follow your heart do you do you boo like (laughs) exactly all of that stuff so I think of course the the popularity of it and people you know actively practicing celibacy is obviously a lot less the the concept of it is not as popular as it used to be whereas now it's like you're a minority whereas before (laughs) it would be a lot more like you have more people in your corner that's going through the same as you whereas now it's a lot less people you're more a minority in this Mm -hmm. journey so I think for me personally that's the only thing that I'd say is different um and I guess before people would be more understanding of the reasons whereas now for some people it's like you're almost telling them that you're like you killed someone (laughs) it's weird like why would you do that so you're basically an outcast like back then it's a little bit more um, acceptable especially culturally because Mm. people for cultural reasons not just for religious reasons um and now because of globalization and the westernization of the world it's just becoming it's just becoming a, a normal thing to not be celibate. So you are basically an alien if you're not definitely. having celibate. And you we definitely not- live in a more secular society. So yeah, exactly. That plays a big part in it. It is what it is. <laughs> okay, so we have one last question. Well, it's it's kind of like a scenario slash question. So they said, I've recently found myself in a situation where me and my boyfriend were kissing and things got really heated. We stopped before it was too late. But do you think I have now broken my celibacy oath? 
you guys stopped it in the middle, right? As in, mm-hmm. so, yeah. in, like, was it just kissing? It stopped at kissing. Kissing? Yeah. I think... Although so, they did say things got really heated. I don't know what the really heated meant. Yeah, and we stopped before it was so. too late. <laughs> so. um, I don't want you to think of it as breaking a celibacy oath because I think celibacy is a journey. Mm-hmm. It's not an oath because, as we said earlier on, if you, even if you think these thoughts, you've already committed adultery. So I think everyone's probably already broken their celibacy oath if that's mm-hmm. the case. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is a that very way. good way yeah, to look so at I it. I don't need to think of it as I broke my celibacy oath. I want to think of what's my journey. So the fact that you guys stopped, I think that's really amazing. And now I think what is, you got to be intentional about what your next steps are. Are you going to be kissing alone in a room? Are you going to be doing this again? Like if kissing alone is a trigger, then just don't do it. Because I know some people, they can't do it. I personally, I can, I'm okay with kissing, but not, you know, like going too far. But some people, they just stopped it right till their marriage, like till their, the, the day of their wedding, simply because they knew it was a trigger for them. So the fact that you guys did that, like, I think that's, that's amazing. Like, I'd applaud you because no one, like I know very rarely, um has ever done something like that where in, it got that heated because I'm thinking I'm, I've got a level of heated this right now in my mm-hmm. head um that that would be virtually impossible to break out from yeah. so don't think of it as an I want you to think of it as a journey make a plan put your boundaries in and just go from there yeah I totally agree with you and I think just to add on to that like Casey said like it is a journey and indeed it is a journey even let's say for example you are celibate or you did end up you end up falling yeah. you ended up having sex yeah it doesn't mean it's the end of the world okay forget yeah. it let me let me just let me let's throw a caution to the wind I've already broken it so yeah. definitely don't see it as that it is a journey even as a Christian it is a journey listen we sin every day <laughs> we yeah. do but yep, again, definitely. it's a journey. It's you picking yourself back up and be like, do you know what? I am not going to allow myself to do this again. Do this so again. I think the key thing that I would take from this um, situation and I'd urge you to do is set boundaries. Like when I was dating, we had to set certain boundaries because it's mm. true. When you are single and yes. celibate, it is hard. <laughs> it is hard, but it's even harder when you're in a relationship and you like that person. And then even just a kiss, you got a little bit of tingle in your belly. And it's, do you know what I mean? Let's yeah. be honest here. But I definitely think the key is having those boundaries whether that boundary is going to be I'll only go to your house if someone else is at home or we'll only be in your living room together or if we're in your bedroom the door will always be open so really just setting boundaries that are going to allow you to stay faithful to your decision to God and that that's the key boundaries you have to implement those boundaries because Because no way you can can go in a quiet room and it'd be like God please let me not be tempted and then you're in there in your room your door's closed no one else in the house are are you kidding me yeah (laughs) definitely set up some boundaries like it's so so it's necessary you you gotta have them (laughs) exactly but yeah that was the last question I it was a really good question actually to end it off do you have anything else that you want to add before we wrap up today's show um I think it kind of links to the last question because there's a lot of people where they've attached fear to their celibacy where they've like oh I thought this thought uh, like God probably doesn't love me anymore or we got too heated or I kissed him and I felt some type of way like like there's I I think the last part part I kind of want to input is especially people who have lost their virginity look okay so basically it is not easy going around like when people find out that I'm a 26 year old virgin that's not easy okay Mm, but for the people who have not who have lost their virginity 
I want you to take your mind out of that and thinking that, okay, yeah, I'm stained now. I can't wear a white dress, but no. Like, Listen, everybody I mean, and their mama wearing a white dress these days. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I just, like, it doesn't even matter. those people, I don't want you to attach fear to, because when you attach fear of like, oh, I'm not pure anymore, you're, it's going to be harder for you. It will mm. really be harder for you to actually keep this because this is like your journey of celibacy is fear-based and not because you genuinely believe it's something that can benefit you. So that's the main thing. I think the last part, I just want you to not think of it as in fear. Think of it as a beautiful thing and a beautiful journey. I absolutely love that. And the only thing I'd add to that, like we've been saying earlier throughout this podcast, is that you need to have solid reasons for your celibacy. If you're really serious about this, remember that you're doing it for yourself and if your reason is faith-based you're doing it for God too but either way if you scrape it down to the court you're doing it for yourself and Mm -hmm. I think it's important especially right now you're single you're in the best position in your celibacy journey in the sense that you're having the choice to choose your future partner you have to ensure that person is again is aligned and they have the Mm -hmm. same belief for themselves not for you because again right now you may be single and celibate and you're happy in your celibacy journey and then you start dating someone speaking to someone that again they're not aligned with you they're doing it just for you or for the sake of it and then it just messes everything up for you so definitely be very conscious of the kind of people you entertain there's no point you don't need one year to figure out you know if it's worth dating the person just one day Honestly, all first impressions and all that good stuff, right? Of course, not just by how they look, but really get into the core. And I'd say one of the key things which is important is the dating aspect. Like take that dating to get to know the person. Don't just be thinking about, oh, I can't wait till we can sleep together. Listen, get to yeah. know them while your mind them. is still level-headed. They really may even be celibate, but then they're like freaking abuser. Like, you know what I mean? so it's not even just about that you've got to think about there's so many other aspects of it because a guy could be celibate but he he might want you to just do certain things as well that you don't want to do so there's gambling or whatever yeah Yeah. literally literally so gosh definitely so yeah know your reasons for yourself be grounded don't don't compromise you know if someone doesn't let's say they're like oh but if you love me like don't allow the pressure of people family other don't allow the pressure to allow you to cave in if that's what you want to do for yourself listen stay focused because it will be worth it there are so many people that you know they get into these sexual relationships and they regret it like let's be honest people don't admit that they feel a certain kind of way but they do. These aren't things they share. They share the rendezvous, but they don't share those bad, those the feelings. Anxiety, the emotional circles and going round and round, like, oh, the mental exactly. torment. Exactly. No one wants to share that. So remember, if you're doing it, you do it for yourself and be grounded in that. At the end of the day, it is your life. Whether yeah. you succeed or fail in anything you do, you're going to have to deal with the consequences of that. But That's yeah, it. so I hope you guys enjoyed today's show. <laughs> I enjoyed recording I it. I enjoyed it too. <laughs> so I hope you guys enjoyed listening to it. Definitely share it with a friend. If you could relate to any of the points that we spoke about today, or you want to share your opinions with us, feel free to yeah. DM us. I'll leave all our social media handles below. And thank you again, Casey. You are now going to be a regional guest, a resident guest, sorry, (laughs) (laughs) on the podcast, not regional, resident guest on the podcast. And honestly, I just feel like these podcasts that we do together are just amazing. I love it. Yeah, exactly. It's just so much fun. It's just like our chats (laughs) that you're listening to pretty much. Well, thank you guys for listening and have a great rest of your week. I'll be back with you next week, Thursday.